You are listening to John Kherika on SAFM. All right, third time lucky to speak to UNICEF South Africa's Deputy Representative, Muriel Mafiko. Muriel, I asked you how dangerous is cholera in a community like Hammond's Kral? Cholera is dangerous. Um, it, it, it's something that you get through contaminated water. And sadly, if it is not treated, cholera can be fatal. And that is why mm. the UN, working together with the Department of Health, is responding swiftly to address the current outbreak of cholera in Hammond's Crawl and other areas that are also affected. And a press release you put out here, it's, it's warned about a global cholera catastrophe. Is that a, a, such an issue? Indeed. Uh, just last week, Friday, uh, last week, last week, actually on the 19th, UNICEF at the global level uh, came up with a warning regarding a global cholera catastrophe. We have seen across the globe almost 20, 22 countries have already declared cholera outbreaks since the beginning of the year, about 25 countries actually, mm. and an additional 22 countries worldwide are at the risk of declaring cholera outbreaks. So this is something that we are seeing at the global level. And therefore, here in South Africa, we are responding swiftly to the outbreak and really making sure that we equip uh, communities and we empower communities with information about cholera. But beyond just the information, we need to also address what is fueling, what Mm. is driving the cholera outbreak. Uh, it seems as if this is effluent that is falling into the Arpis River. People are then uh, not necessarily. Can you get cholera by by just playing in water, not necessarily drinking that water? If you are exposed to 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 contaminated water, especially consuming right. uh, food, maybe that's or, or drinking water that is not treated properly, or even uh, cooking your food etc with with contaminated water i think those are some of the risk factors that people need to take into account so it is important that food is washed especially vegetables and fruits washed thoroughly Uh, food is cooked thoroughly and also making sure that uh, the basic hand hygiene washing Mm. hands with soap with clean water and soap, those are some of the tried and tested ways in which we can at least prevent uh, cholera. So from the UN side, we are working very closely with the Department of Health. Some of the immediate areas where we are supporting will be providing uh, some basic supplies like sanitizers, hand washing soap, bleach. All these are tried and tested methods of making sure that people use clean water when you say cleaning fruit and vegetables don't clean it with the cholera infested water you got to do it with clean water you want to do it with clean water right okay and uh, when it comes to maybe drinking water it's it's ideal in those situations if you're not sure about the water quality to boil water so these are some mm-hmm. of the basic methods that people can use at family level at household level okay and, and we encourage Can you get cholera from somebody else, like COVID-19 or a cold or a flu? I think it's it's more, I would leave that question to our health health specialists so that we do not cause confusion. 
What is important to remember is that uh, you do get cholera from contaminated water. Cholera is actually a bacterial disease mm -hmm. that is usually spread through contaminated water and it causes severe diarrhea and dehydration. And that is why it's important to react swiftly mm. and if in doubt, seek medical care. And it happens very quickly. I'm amazed at that. You, you could, uh, people could die within a couple of days of, of contracted cholera. Dehydration. It's dehydration. Loss of water, which can happen in a very short space of time, is actually a risk factor. Wow. And that's why we urge families whenever there is acute diarrhea or when they see symptoms like watery stool, it's important to uh, seek medical mm. care when you are in doubt, especially now when we know there is an outbreak. It's not necessarily UNICEF's job to, to look at the, the cause of this, the, the bigger issues, the fact that sewage isn't being treated correctly, that, that sewage or dirty water is getting into the taps maybe. Are, are you able to look at the bigger picture and, and give advice and, give, uh, and, and, and point out those issues? Working together, working together with other UN agencies, especially agencies like WHO, who are, you know, lead agencies when it comes to some of these health matters. So, yes, we do look at the bigger picture. We look at what is driving, what could mm. be the, the reason behind the outbreak that we are seeing. And clearly, when we have contamination of water sources, it is a cause for concern and we need to address what is what is leading to the contamination of water sources. So this is within our broader program of water and sanitation, which we impl implement here in South Africa. And we work with the Department of Health and other related uh, departments that are involved in the WASH sector, as we call it, the water and sanitation sector. Is it something that's easily shut down, Muriel? Can, can we say in a week the, the outbreak will be gone or does it take years? It's all about addressing the root causes. Right. So what, what we do know is that if we have targeted interventions in affected areas, we can have significant impact. So it is possible to quickly move into an affected area, address the root causes, and actually turn around the situation. So swift action is important. Raising awareness among community members is important because a lot of the, the, the changes that need to happen in terms of the hygiene practices can only happen at the family level. But we need to make sure that the information is available to family people and to communities mm. at large. Royal Mafiko, thank you very much. UNICEF South Africa's Deputy Representative.